St. Matthew chapter 21, verses 23 through 32, and can be found on page 1532 in your pew Bible. Matthew records, Jesus entered the temple courts, and while he was teaching, the chief priests and the elders of the people came to him. By what authority are you doing these things, they asked, and who gave you this authority? Jesus replied, I will also ask you one question. If you answer me, I will tell you by what authority I am doing these things. John's baptism, where did it come from? Was it from heaven or of human origin? Well, they discussed it among themselves and said, if we say from heaven, he will ask, then why didn't you believe him? But if we say of human origin, we are afraid of the people, for they all hold that John was a prophet. So they answered Jesus, we don't no. Then he said, neither will I tell you by what authority I am doing these things. What do you think? There was a man who had two sons. He went to the first and he said, go. He said, son, go and work today in the vineyard. I will not, he answered. But later he changed his mind, and he went. And then the father went to the other son and said the same thing, and he answered, I will, sir. But he did not go. Which of the two did what his father wanted? Well, the first, they answered. Jesus said to them, Truly, I tell you, the tax collectors and the prostitutes are entering the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God, ahead of you. For John came to you to show you the way of the righteousness, and you did not believe him, but the tax collectors and the prostitutes did. And even after you saw this, you did not repent and believe him. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated. Will you pray with me? May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Broken promises. I wonder how many songs and plays and statues and other works of art have been based on broken promises. Most of country music, country western, 
It depends on broken promises. And for that matter, even, well, and including the blues, often depend on and mourn broken promises. And the Bible, it too, is full of broken promises. How often did the children of Israel say this? You will be our God. We'll obey you and you will be our God. We will be your people. I promise to do what you say. How often were they then found worshiping other things? The golden calf, Baal, Moloch, or some other pagan god. Just a short while later, never since Adam and Eve ate that fruit in Eden, breaking promises appears to be what humans do best. Today's gospel speaks to broken promises. The temple authorities made promises to follow the laws of Moses. Yet, when the very fulfillment of those laws stood before them, they refused to listen. Jesus wanted to take them deep into Holy Scripture, but they would have none of it. They had their own agenda, and they were blind to the truth that stood before them in the person of Jesus the Christ. We read, When Jesus entered the temple, the chief priests and the elders of the people, they came up to him as he was teaching and said, By what authority are you doing these things? And who gave you this authority? And as the temple authorities, they were responsible for the teaching that was happening in the temple area. And they did have a right to ask Jesus this question. And Jesus honored many ancient traditions in his response with a question of his own. You see, basically he offered them a, a sample of his teaching method by asking them very much the same question they asked of him. Jesus answered them, I also will ask you one question, and if you tell me the answer, then I will tell you by what authority I do these things. The baptism of John. Where did it come from? From heaven or from man? And in a way, Jesus was saying, my authority and John's authority come from the same place. And it is at this place in the reading that we learn the true agenda of the temple authorities. They don't really care about the truth. Their dialogue is all about their standing before the people. 
We read, And they discussed it among themselves, saying, If we say from heaven, he will say to us, Why then do you not believe him? But if we say from man, we are afraid of the crowd, for they all hold that John was a prophet. So they answered Jesus with, we don't know. Here is a true broken promise. Instead of following the laws of Moses and honoring the truth, these temple authorities honor their own agenda. Their God is not the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, but their own agenda is their God. And since they were unable to answer Jesus' question, there was no reason for Jesus to answer them. Instead, Jesus told a parable to illustrate their hard hearts. The story of the first son in the parable from today's gospel is very much like the story of a Christian life. Follow me. At first, we all say no to God. We are all full of that rebellion against God's will. We are like that stubborn two-year-old that is totally bored unless he is getting into something. Usually trouble. And then God brings his gospel to bear. He may bring it to us through our parents or our friends or even on a rare occasion from a, from a stranger. And eventually the good news of salvation through Jesus Christ makes its way into the heart. And through the power of the Holy Spirit, we begin to have second thoughts. The sweet gospel eventually brings the word yes from our heart to our lips. We are like that first child in the parable who said, no way. But then he kept his father's will. Now the temple authorities were like the second son. His sin is a little more sophisticated. He has learned to lie quite convincingly. And he breaks his promises. And I'm sure that all of us know people who will <clears throat> make any promise just to get you out of their hair. We hear phrases such as, sure thing, or I got you covered. These people are pleasant enough, and they really seem quite sincere. You will hear them say things like, yes, I will be there on Sunday morning. And Sunday morning comes, and they aren't there. When Jesus told that parable in today's gospel, his primary audience was those temple authorities who challenged his authority. But he speaks to us as well. 
You see, there's that war that began in us on the day that the Holy Spirit planted faith in our hearts. And that war continues. And a day does not go by that we do not play the part of both sons. At times we scream no in God's face until he draws us to himself through the words of the gospel and he gives us the ability to say yes. And at other times we say yes with our lips, but our hearts are far from God. And these two children will live in each of us until the day we die. That's the struggle. They are products of the sinful nature that our parents give us at conception. And they battle against the holy nature God has given us when the Holy Spirit worked faith in our hearts. And these two natures will battle within us until the day we die. Fortunately, fortunately, there is a third son. He's not in this parable. Instead, he is the one who first told the parable. The son said, I, sir, to his father, when, and then he obeyed him perfectly. His father said, you need to be human. And the son said, I, sir, and he was born of the Virgin Mary. The father said, you need to humiliate yourself under the law. And the son said, I, sir. And he lived a life that was perfectly free from sin. And the father said, you need to exchange your perfection for the sin of the world. And the son said, I, sir. And John the baptizer baptized him. And the father said, now carry that sin to the cross. And the son said, my father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. And the father said, now take that sin to the grave. And the son said, Father, into your hands I commit my soul. And having said this, he breathed his last. And the father said, now proclaim your victory to the world. And then Jesus rose from the dead. And he said this to his disciples. These are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you, that everything written about me in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms must be fulfilled. And then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures, and he said to them, Thus it is written that the Christ should suffer and on the third day rise from the dead. And that repentance and forgiveness of sins should be proclaimed in his name to all nations, 
beginning with Jerusalem. Now soon, we shall once again come to this altar. And there we shall partake of the body and the blood of God's perfect Son, who takes the, well, he takes away the sin of the world. And for a brief moment, we will share a meal with all the company of heaven, including those loved ones who, get, who have gone before us into heaven. And as we eat the bread and drink the wine that deliver the true body and blood of our Lord and older brother, Jesus Christ, to our lips, this foretaste of the heavenly meal strengthens us. It strengthens our faith in our older brother who obeyed the Father perfectly. It strengthens our faith in Christ Jesus. Our sin is gone. Jesus Christ, God's Son, in perfect obedience to his Father, has taken it all away. It is left behind in the grave. And it will forever remain dead and buried. We, we on the other hand, will rise from the dead just as our older brother rose and live with our heavenly Father, our older brother, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit forever. And we know this. We know this. Because God never, ever breaks his promise. In the name of Jesus, amen.